T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. WEEI Studios, the home of the Red Sox. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Gave us an opportunity to see, you know, over 50 players, you know, hands-on coaching. So meetings and practice drills and corrections, do it the next day, things like that. And then see another 50-plus players on the other team, on the East team, and watch them in a similar scenarios. You know, there'll be a handful of players that are drafted from the East-West game. Probably more not drafted than drafted. Uh, again, it's good to get some exposure and, and understand on some of those uh, players that are not the high draft choices. This is a different type of player that would, you know, fit as a, you know, as a role player and, uh, or as a, you know, lower draft choice player that might have, um, you know, more upside. Uh, it was a good week for us. God, that clip from Belichick is annoying. Like, I was annoyed when I heard it the first time. That's from Building the Patriots, the uh, the episodic series they have going on Patriots.com. They're building the Patriots offseason. Going out tonight. Propaganda with the Vegas music that I know you love, Mego. It's so annoying. But, like, I was annoyed just hearing that the other day. I'm like, man, why would you, why would you go to the Shrine Bowl over the Senior Bowl, you idiots? Like, why would you coach in that and then skip the Senior Bowl? If the idea is to get up close and personal with all these prospects, why skip the good game and go to the bad game? Like, I was already frustrated with that. Then, yesterday, we, but really Mego, but we as a show came to find out that Bill Belichick, not at the Combine, which I guess was doubted, but was right. Mego, for the, for the Twitch crowd, why don't you, why don't you take a bow? Because you were, you were early on this. Why don't you take a, take a bow? For our pals on Twitch. I believed he was not at the Combine, and it appeared that he wasn't... There was a question of whether he was going to be at the Combine. And now this has been a tizzy of people circling back, quote tweets, texting, calling in, and pretty much everyone's wrong every time they talk. Well, not you. Not me, but I I didn't come out here and say, he's not... No, but you... Looks like... But you started to ask the question yesterday, early in the day. Is he here? Mark Daniels had a report middle of the day. And people are like, well, maybe you're not reading it right. No, 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 no. We were reading it right. Belichick's not there. He's not going. The Patriots confirmed it, I guess, to Chris Curtis of the Greg Hill Show earlier today. He ain't going. Or did they? Or did they? Well, that's a good point. Like, maybe Bill will, you know, fly in uh, in the middle of the night. Who knows? But Bill ain't there. He should be there. And hearing that clip is so annoying. They're scouting the Shrine Bowl for, by his account, role players and not the actual good players. That's frustrating. 
But on top of that, we did this yesterday, and you can check it out. Uh, anything you missed on the show, if you missed it, or any part of the show, you can have it delivered to your phone daily by subscribing to Jones and Mego with Arcan, our podcast on the Odyssey app, or wherever you find your podcast. Go check that out from yesterday, because we talked about it yesterday. But Mego had her antenna up yesterday. She's got, you got a little coaching update for us, Mego? You got well, a little something for us? Bill Belichick, I believe, is not out there, but I think another Patriots coach is. Oh, well, that's got to be Troy Brown, right? We read that yesterday. Not Troy Brown. mentioned in the four. That was mentioned yesterday. So yesterday was Troy Brown, yep. Mike Pellegrino, yep. uh, Cam, Cam Accord, Accord. Yep. and who is the fourth one? The Houston, other, the other special Houston, teams right? coach. Yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe two, they, someone, need, they need two special be, teams coaches. Well, apparently that's not enough. Could it be someone else with a special teams background who's oh. out there? Oh. Maybe somebody by the name of Jazzy Joe Judge? No! No! So Joe Judge is... No. Joe Judge's your understanding is Joe, Joe Judge is in India. Joe Judge is in Indianapolis. Boots on the, the ground combine. for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. I hate this guy, Joe Judge. So do with that what you will. It seems to me that he remains an integral part of the staff. Okay, you do with that what you will. How do you feel about it? I don't like it. Who could? <laughs> I mean, Make the head coach you, happy. That's your job. You know how I feel about Mac Jones. And, you know, from the reporting of the Boston Herald, Karen Garigian and Andrew Callahan, how Mac Jones feels about Joe Judge. And now maybe this will indicate something because I, I think they're working out specialists at this time in the combine. Great. So maybe this will indicate that Joe Judge is moving back towards special teams. If they got two special teams coaches out there already. If he's on special teams, okay. Maybe that will improve what's happening with special teams. It's just, like I said before, if these guys are, like, hanging around, stinking up things left over from last year, yep. you know, it's just, you got to clear the air. Clear the air is how I feel about it. Maybe, because the excuse now that everybody's giving, and, you know, Henry McKenna tweeted this at me earlier today, uh, Mark Daniels wrote it yesterday for Mass Live, like, the excuse is, well, the Combine's a waste of everybody's time. That's why McVay's skipping it, stupid. The Packers are skipping it. Stupid. And Belichick's skipping it. McVay doesn't even want to coach anymore. Right. Like, right. So, like, so Bill's not even putting in the time. But the, the excuse is, well, but you can really put in your work in free agency. Based which on what? Which I'd say you've had a month to do that. Go to the combine where the prospects are. So Bill should be there. We said this yesterday. It's frustrating that he's not. You guys can weigh in. 617-779-7937. How do you feel about Bill not being there? And Joe Judge being there, which means he's probably still a part of the action. Although, RK, maybe they just sent him away because they're like, hey, Joe, we're doing our research on free agency. Why don't you get out of here and go scout some specialists? Maybe it was just getting him out of the way so they could focus on the real work. It's, it sounds like Joe Judge is still here. And it sounds like I still think Patricia's still here, right? You said something about that today. Uh, Matt Patricia, well, according to Ben Volan, Matt Patricia's been done wrong. And he's untethered. I don't know if he's still here or not. But Joe Judge is still here. And he's going to still be here probably for the next couple of years. He's still under contract. Patricia's contract ran out. That's why he's untethered. Joe Judge, they're still getting for free. I think it's as simple as that. There's no other earthly reason to keep him around. He was a mess last year. He was more of a disaster, I think, than Matt Patricia, and that's just based off of what all the teammates and everybody on the team told Callahan and Garigian. I mean, they all dumped it right on Joe Judge's head, and Matt Patricia's the one who gets exiled? Like, that's interesting. Why would that be? Because Joe Judge, they still get for free. He's still under contract for, I think, three more years. Joe Judge was stalking around at the Senior Bowl, yelling at prospects on offense, and now he's at the Combine. Joe Judge, very much still an outward-facing member of the Patriots coaching staff. 
Uh, that is the understanding of Megan Ottolini. The red area is, you know, a very dynamic area of the field. It's very different when you go through different zones. I'd listen to, to Scoops Mego. I do. I, I, I'd listen to Scoops Keith. I'd listen to Scoops Mego because she tried to tell you yesterday Bill wasn't at the combine. Now she's telling you her understanding is Joe Judge isn't there. How do you guys feel about no, it? Joe Judge is there. I'm sorry. Joe Judge is there, rather. Very much there. So. Uh, 617-779-7937. Uh, real quick. And we can ask all this to Tommy Curran, by the way. He's going to join us about 20 minutes from now, as he does each and every Thursday at 3.30. Mark it down. Do we have any follow-up thoughts on the NFLPA survey from yesterday where the Patriots, and we talked about this in the middle of the show yesterday, the Patriots ranked 24th in the NFLPA survey about basically how ownership takes care of their players. You know, their facilities got very poorly ranked, um... Some of their, their training rooms and things like that got very poorly ranked. Their travel got very poorly ranked. Treatment of families, if I didn't say that yet, got poorly ranked. Uh, they were 24th out of the NFL. Not the worst. They weren't making players pay for their meals like the Cardinals. Oh, my God. And as far as I understand, their hot tubs work, unlike some of these other teams. So they're not the worst. But do we have any follow-up lingering thoughts on that survey from yesterday? Because I do. What I think is that these, as I was looking through some of the other surveys and definitely some of the reactions from former players, which I sent you guys about specifically the Mm. Ravens training staff, some really damning stuff, if you believe it, from former Ravens players. Well, and Rashad, our current player, Rashad Blackman, came out and slammed him today. Um, But the, the Patriots issues seem to be like a little bit less inflammatory than that. But it feels like the kind of thing that they need to pay more attention to now because when you have Tom Brady, when you're going, when you, when you run your division, when you're winning the conference and you're going to the Super Bowl every other year, and I know that's an exaggeration, it, you can say that stuff doesn't really matter to us because we just come here and win. So you're going to be here in New England. You're going to win. That's all that matters. Well, that's not the case anymore. Right. So I think things like having childcare there, having a nice locker room, not that their locker room is crappy, but they say like it's not one of the best. Having a nice weight room, like these little luxuries. I think increasingly, it's like, I'm not saying you have to go over like Boston University where you have an indoor water lazy river thing or something, a rock climbing wall. Like you don't have to get crazy, but maybe modernize a little bit and don't sit around morning show Wiggy and say that these athletes are like brats now. You know, saying that, oh, they're spoiled at modern athletes. Well, they, they, want. Do, they do sound a little spoiled in this, but yeah, they're the, the point is, these guys are coming out of college programs. Where Not they enough have, leg room on our private yeah, plane. Exactly. <laughs> state state of the art facilities. Okay, but update the facilities. Okay, here. but I'm not uh, talking about the plane. That's but I, crazy. But I'm on the player side on this. I'm not on Kraft's side. I'm on the player side on this. Like, yeah, Kraft should spend more money on they, the, on these things instead of they, a freaking lighthouse. They do sound like spoiled brats, but I'm on their side. I'm on the spoiled brat side. They're professional athletes, and you know what? Robert Kraft can afford it. You know what? No, you know what? As somebody who had to train in a crappy-ass weight room while the basketball team had an awesome weight room and we were allowed to get in there like once a week, it sucks when you have to spend so much time in facilities, like boring-ass time doing this stuff, and the facilities suck. Like, suck. When they're stinky old facilities. Sure. It messes with your mental. So here's here's my follow-up thought on it. It's obviously a terrible look for Kraft, as we said yesterday. Like, you're 24th, you're adding, you're adding this second lighthouse and upgrading the scoreboard and raising season ticket prices, and you can't take care of your players? Assuming you're not upgrading the locker room to their satisfaction, I don't know, but assuming you're not and you haven't in the past, like, uh, it's a horrible look for Kraft. Nobody expects them to go out and be so fi. Like, nobody thinks that well, they're going to do that. They're the second most valuable franchise in the NFL, I think. Because they have the, an outdoor stadium. I understand, but I'm just, but I'm just saying, like, that's not a good reason to not be. Like, it's the Cowboys and you, I think. I'll double-check it. 
Like, there's no reason not to be. It's a horrible look for Kraft. And here's the real takeaway. <laughs> it's like, how much worse can it go for the Patriots? Matt Jones may or may not be the quarterback of the future for this team. My answer is not. We're about to find out. But it's like, the shine has come off him. Bill Belichick is now 71. He's going to be coaching his age 71 season next year. So for all intents and purposes, by my math, he's 71 already. Does Bill still have his fastball? And on top of that, you have the owner of the Patriots, 27th in spending, according to Bill Belichick, and 24th, according to his players, taking care of him. All three of them look terrible. You excited? All three of your cornerstones of your organization look awful. And that's my secondary takeaway. Beyond just Robert Kraft looks terrible in this, duh, obviously. Everybody look, everybody's looking bad and worse every day that goes by for the Patriots. And it's not just that. The players have no problem lighting up the coaching yep. staff and yep. now lighting up ownership. That's a good point. I mean, they're going after everybody. These players are not impressed what? with being Patriots. What That's kind what of team like. does that happen on? What kind of team does it happen on where people are popping off about ownership, popping off about the coaching staff? Dysfunctional losing Dysfunctional teams. Dysfunctional losing teams. That's exactly it. Is with that what, absentee owners. Is that what you Jets are now? do that. Yeah, right. Is that what you are now? Patriots fans, it sounds like it. Six one seven. you are. 617-779-7937. We can ask this to Tommy Curran when he joins us, and we'll get to all your Patriots phone calls coming up next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now back to Jones and Mego. I don't know how else to talk about it because I'm sick. On WEEI. we got enough. And I believe that they do. I believe they have enough. Yeah, no doubt. The wide receiver is an important position for them. You look at these players and, and you say to yourself, they have enough talent. Ty Montgomery's under contract. He's a third down back. You have an outstanding every down back. You have one of the most dominant left tackles in football when he's engaged. You have one of should be an improving left guard. You have a, a very good center, a very good right guard. And you have a defense that teams talk about still. And I believe it. It's a very good defense. They don't have to go bananas, if you ask me. Tom E. Curran earlier this week with Gresham Fourier. We played that for you a few times this week. Curran's going to join us 10 minutes from now, as he does each and every Thursday at 3.30, here on Jones and Mego with Arkan. We'll go back to your phone call, 617-779-7937. Mac is probably smarter at the line of scrimmage. 
there will probably be some of that with Curran when we talk to him. Waska we wabbit. But who are who are we? I mean, honestly, who are we to criticize? Arcan just hacked up to a lung. Criticize. True, I did. In that last uh, that last trending, I trip all over myself half the time. So who who are we? Who among us will throw stones? Hey, throw me in there too. At Tom E. Curran. Yeah, I was trying to come up with a specific example of yours, but I was struggling to come up. Well, with Well, I talked about Joe House for. About oh yeah, two Joe hours. House. Oh, yeah, right, exactly. So there, there you, you go. All, you always got that to fall. That's back a on. that's a perfect one. I'll have to uh, I'll have to keep that Dr. in the back House. of my mind. Uh, so, Belichick's not at the Combine. The Patriots, uh, we got enough guys. We don't need to make any big, splashy moves. And on top of that, ownership is cutting corners when it comes to taking care of their players. The NFLPA survey, uh, I think, answered that in a resounding way. Patriots were bottom fourth of the league, right? 24 out of 32. I'm not great at math. Uh, but they're certainly towards the bottom of the league in that NFLPA survey. And 64% of players didn't believe that Robert Kraft was going to spend the money on the team necessary to make changes. So to me, or I'm sorry, only 64% of the players uh, said that about him, which means, you know, a good chunk of players, a third of the players said, no, I don't believe it. And that put him, you know, towards the bottom of the league. All this stuff aligns and it makes you wonder whether or not the Patriots are fully invested this offseason. They should be. We all agree they should be. Um, at least everybody on this show agrees they should be. I don't know. Then I see stuff from from Chad Graff, and you sent this earlier today, Mego. The trade targets that maybe fit for the Patriots are a guy we've talked about a lot, DeAndre Hopkins. How would he fit with Bill O'Brien? They'd have to sort that out. And another name that I'm not super keen on, I think we've brought up here and there, Brandon Cooks, who I didn't love when he was here with the Pats, but would be an upgrade on what they had last year. So I, I feel a little... Odd about that one. I'd love DeAndre Hopkins on this team. Brandon Cooks, again, I have mixed feelings, but ultimately I guess I'd say, well, sure, bring him back. I don't know why they gave up on him so soon. If they're going to bring him back, I wonder what went on there because I didn't love the year he had. But he'd be an upgrade on what they have. Ultimately, I'd hold my nose and, and bring back Brandon Cooks. It's an upgrade, but is it an upgrade enough? Probably if you're not. letting Jacoby, if you're assuming that you're making these moves with Jacoby Myers walking out the door. So Chad Graff from The Athletic, he wrote a lot, which I think we'll get into maybe later, about why Bill Belichick may not be at the Combine, why he's not there. Reasons, I should say, mm-hmm. that may be in play. Yeah, you got to focus on free agency exactly. and trades and all this stuff. got to do his homework. Right. Uh, but on wide receivers... Which, again, he, I would ask, what's he been doing for the last month? Plus? Like, you got eliminated at the beginning of January. What have you been doing? He was uh, pondering about... Well, I should say Chad Graff was, not Bill yeah. Belichick. He was pondering about whether the Patriots are going to use that 14th pick in the draft to go get a high-end wide receiver. And he said he spoke to one former team official uh, anonymously and said the Patriots' preference at this point would be to address the position with a veteran rather than using their first-round pick, number 14, on a receiver. Uh, so, obviously, we talked about free agency. So, if you look at the free agents available, Jacoby Myers is basically the highest-end free yep. agent available. So, it looks like it would come, if they want, a veteran, they would get that through a trade. And if you listen to what coaches who are actually at the Combine and speaking publicly, they're all, hey, we're not trading our guy Keenan Allen. We're not trading our right. guy T. Higgins. Go get your own pass catchers. And so you're left with DeAndre Hopkins and Brandon Cooks. And I get, I guess if they're... Evans. Yeah, Mike Evans. Who are some of the other names we've kicked around this offseason? Yeah, I mean, those are... I'm not as high on those names, but they're all better than what well, you have. Well, you're high on DeAndre Hopkins, yes. No, well, I, but I'm saying I would I would prefer some of the other ones that have been... I would have preferred Keenan Allen. I would have preferred T. Higgins. But yes, I would... I would. Yeah, and that's why they're not moving. Hopkins, to me, is the most realistic McLaurin. one. Uh, McLaurin's another one who I know Arkan has brought up. Sure. So, look, I... Do you think they'll do that? 
Do I think that they'll make the trade? Yeah. No, right? No one thinks that. Like, I hope they do, but no one thinks they will. If, Jacoby, if they do, if they do, I'll applaud them for it, but I, there's no chance I think they're going to do that. I'm trying to think of the timing of all of this, because if they lose Jacoby in free agency, then it feels like they have to do something. That they, they have to make a trade somewhere. Slade Bolden. No! Not a complimentary uh, a splash. I'm just they have you, to go get someone if I, Jacoby Myers is gone. I don't think they're going to do it. I'm nervous they're not going to do it. Can I update something real quick here from the Combine? And I guess this was from Jordan Schultz. Schultz Report. Formerly of ESPN. Where is he now? Or is he still at ESPN? Uh, the score. The score. Is that the score now? Um, formerly of ESPN. He says... Uh, Quarterback Anthony Richardson, who I have mentioned quite frequently, I would love the Patriots to draft in the first round, will undergo medical testing today in Indy. I'm told he's met, past tense, already met with the following teams, among others. The Colts, the Panthers, the Falcons, the Raiders, the Ravens, the Saints, and, oh, looky here in the final spot, the Patriots. Hey. So, look, I think, and I've read this many times in the past, and I think some of the logic from Chad Graff today, or maybe it was elsewhere, I forget, all the stories have started to run together. Part of why you're at the Combine is medical checkups, and if Anthony Richardson is undergoing medical testing, maybe that's why the Patriots are meeting with him. It's not an indication they're necessarily drafting him at 14. I get it. But if you're going to meet with a first-round caliber quarterback, wouldn't you want Bill there? Mm, I mean, I, I would think that Matt Groh and other front office staff would be there. It I, tells course, me that they're not serious about that. But don't then. you want Bill there? Well, then, but whoever they're going to meet with, they're not serious about if right. Bill's not there. Well, it's if it. I would read it as... And this is just my personal speculation. If Bill Belichick was serious about going to get Richardson, he would be there for an initial meeting. Then again, he can go to pro days. He can set he can. up little Zoom calls, whatever. I mean, look, uh, in 2021, back, yeah, 2021, because we were still in the pandemic, just getting into the vaccine phase, uh, they didn't even have a combine. So they had to go into that draft without any combine. And uh, like I talked to Bill about it at the time, and he made it sound like it wasn't a big deal like that doesn't really count in their book anyway we so. all we all thought that draft looked great you know mac jones and christian barmore stevenson looks like a hit mm-hmm. uh stevenson is a hit the rest of that draft yeah like i i don't know how to feel about mac anymore i don't know how to feel about barmore anymore so like i don't know what that would have been a check mark for them saying oh well they didn't even go to the combine there was no combine and this is how they drafted it looks a little different yeah, a couple I mean, of years later cam McGrone, wasn't he supposed to be the future yes, of linebacking he was so I find it interesting they're being linked to Anthony Richardson. Richardson is, you know, gone from maybe a late first-round guy to a middle-of-the-first-round guy, which is why I was talking up drafting him at 14 weeks ago. Uh, he's probably going to go in the top 10, maybe the top 5. He could go as high as number 1. So look out for that. But they're meeting with uh, or have met with Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson. Listen, if Bill Belichick's not there, you got Joe Judge to evaluate That's true. That, mean, coach, yeah. that means Joe Judge is in that meeting. All That's a good, good. point. Uh, my, oh, no. Necessarily. It doesn't necessarily mean no, that. No, I think there, it's though. probably front office He's He's scouts, boots on the ground, though. Uh, Mike is in Worcester. I Go ahead, Mike. Oh, notes. Yeah, I just have a crazy thought, but uh, I was just thinking uh, the Patriots should honestly try to make a deal for Odell Beckham. Okay, so we keep getting this call, <laughs> and I just I saw it on the screen. I just wanted to bring this up. Why, yeah. do we, why, do, why do we keep getting calls about Odell Beckham? Because he's a big name. So he, he is a big name, but like, do people, this is how I keep saying it about him or players of his ilk. If you get him, he's just another body. Like he's just he would be a supplemental piece, not the piece. We keep getting the Odell Beckham idea. I would have traded him for him a couple of years ago. I didn't want anything to do with him last year because he was hurt. Like if you brought him in, fine, but that can't be your plan. Odell Beckham can't be your plan, just like Slade Bolden just can't be your plan. A guy I know Tom Curran liked a few years ago in the draft that I also like Sterling Shepard, released by the Giants. Like I'd like him, 
Those guys can't be – you need a plan. You need to upgrade the position. Odell Beckham would just be a piece. He's not the guy. People talk about him like he's the guy. But doesn't that increasingly feel like the position that they're in in the marketplace right now, that there's a whole lot of pieces available, but there's not a big catch? Uh, well, yes and no. I mean, I think in terms of guys who are just out there in free agency, yes. But there are guys who could be had in trades, I think, I hope. I don't think they're going to pay the freight. Some of the beat writers are bringing up a good point that back in 2020 – uh, so the year before the year I was talking about, that Steph Diggs, the Vikings coach at the time, was saying, Steph Diggs, no way that we're moving Steph Diggs. We're not letting go of Steph Diggs. And then about three weeks later, they let go I mean, of look, Steph Diggs. I look, th- I think we learned this last year. If the player wants to force their way out, they can. Right? I mean, how many guys forced their way out last year? You know, Tyreek Hill, uh, Devontae Adams. A.J. Brown. Thank you. A.J. Brown. Like, how, how many guys? Well, he was kind of forced out by the team, I guess. Actually, you're right. Yeah, you're But, right. like, how, how many guys forced their way out? So if T. Higgins wants out, it doesn't matter if Duke Tobin doesn't want to trade him. Like, he can force his way out. He's got leverage. He can sit out. He can, he can up the price and price him out of Joe Burrow and things like that if he wants to. Anyway, another story for another time. Tommy Curran is joining us on the Harbor One Hotline, as he does each and every Thursday at 3.30 here on Jones and Mego with Arcan. He's brought to you by Dr. Matthew Lepresti at Leonard Hair Transplant Associates, the hair doctor of Tommy Curran at 1-800-GET-HAIR. By Awaken 180 Weight Loss, you can become your own success story by dropping the weight holding you back. It starts with just one call to Awaken 180 and by Unified Office, where they help business maximize every incoming call at unifiedoffice.com. Tommy Curran, I'm exhausted with all of those. My gosh. Unified Office does a tremendous job. I mean, I'm sure they do. I just, you're, yeah, so, you're, Dr. you're such a big time guy. Three sponsors. Yeah, yeah, it's so much. It's such a mouthful. I should come into the, can I come into the studio one of these times and do a whole hour? Sure. Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. All right, let's do We'll let you in the studio. We won't let our kid in here. We'll let you in the studio. That's uh, nice. That's for sure. So, Tom, we've been uh, we've been talking about this the last couple of days. Bill Belichick. It's now been confirmed by the Patriots, unless they've they've changed their their tune on this. He's not at the combine. Should he be at the combine? Of course, he should be at the combine. Of course, he should be at the combine. I mean, it's you're you're kicking the tires on the future of your team in terms of draft picks. You have, I think, a dozen of them. All of these players are going to be coming in at the final two years of Mac Jones' very favorable rookie contract. So, yeah, it's important unless, you know, Bill has divested himself so thoroughly of, you know, he's delegated so thoroughly and so well that Mac Rose got it. I mean, of course he's going to look at every player, and he was at the Shrine Bowl, and he kicked tires on all those kids. But, you know, to me it's important to to be there, I would think, at ground zero. It has been in the past. Why is it not in 2023? I don't know. Yeah, so I was going to ask you, Tom, is there any – I guess conclusions that we can draw from him not being there in terms of the importance of the draft this year versus maybe free agency or the trade market. I can't imagine that there would be any less importance to this one. They're drafting 14th. It's the highest they've drafted since they took Gerard Mayo at 10 in 2000 and nine, eight, eight. eight. So it's important. It's important, especially in, in the context of you know, what did you get from the last three drafts, pretty good relative to the previous seven, but still you're trying to build a core to your team. I was looking this week at just the defensive line, for instance, right? Pretty good. Good edge guys, good interior guys, solid. Almost every single one of them, Barmore, Judon, Uche's up this year, but Barmore, Judon, Guy, Wise, all of them are up in 2024. So if you're going to re-equip an area that is, going to be in need by the 2025 season 
you want to have the best you can have. Again, I'm sure the bill will be up to date on every single player, but for appearances and for just simply getting your sleeves rolled up, it, it seems like it's been important in the past. Tommy, the thought around the team over the last two years anyway around this time is that they've gotten better at drafting, that from the Mac Jones draft on to last year, uh, some of those things have been corrected. Would you characterize the current uh, crew that's doing that? Would you would you characterize it that way with sort of hindsight with these last two years here of how those players have progressed? Yeah, I think it's been better. You know, the initial reaction to Kyle Duggar from Lenore Ryan was, what are we doing? second-round pick spent on a kid who's 24 years old, and he's a borderline Pro Bowl player. He showed up um, and impressed almost right away. So good. Cole Strange, he'll be able to play certainly through his rookie contract and and beyond. I I don't think he's a total disaster. Needs to have a little more protein shakes, I think, this offseason. Tyquan Thornton, there's upside to him. Barmore was a hit. Mac Jones, uh, Adam, was a hit. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not so sure about that, but go ahead. Uh, but they've done a good job. Like, look at guys like Mike Unwin. That's a hit. It's a sixth-round pick. you got a guy who's a pro football-focused favorite every year. So they have done a good job in their drafting. God knows they needed to. Uh, we're talking to Tommy Curran, as we do each and every Thursday, here on Jones and Mego with Arcan. Uh, Tom, the NFLPA released a, uh, a survey, a report card yesterday, grading all the organizations throughout the NFL, and really the owners, on how they treat their players. Uh, the Patriots did not fare very well a lot of complaints about the facilities i I know they're upgrading the lighthouse and the scoreboard and everything else are are there plans to upgrade the facilities because the players apparently hate it they need a new rug (laughs) mego you've been down there you've seen that rug it's in that locker room it's great they need a new rug so those are things that that i look at i'm like man this is a beautiful locker room circa 2005 but there is updating that needs to be done. What I think is interesting is the outgrowth and the fallout from something like that. If you're a free agent and you're looking around the NFL beginning March 15th and making your decisions, you have to look at all those things. What are the facilities like? What are players who are in that organization? How do they feel about the facilities and the accommodations and the way, you know, things like families are accommodated during games. And that enters into it. Something else that enters into it. And I spoke, today to, to Mike McCann and former, uh, former NFL player Pete Kendall for my podcast about the tax rate in Massachusetts. It's become more and more important, I think, for players as they become more and more affluent and savvy in understanding just how the taxes enter into things. Like Tyreek Hill acknowledged last year that he was on the cusp of going to the Jets, but the tax rate there was exorbitant compared to Miami. And he said, I had to make a grown-up decision, good for him, and go to Miami. In New England now, excuse me, in Massachusetts now, it's now 9%, thanks to the millionaire tax that went into effect on January 1st. So there's a significant outlay of money for a player who might sign that big free agent deal here. Had Had you heard any of these complaints from players? Like, you've been around the team for a while. Had you heard any of these criticisms or complaints about facilities, how the Patriots take care of families? Like, had any of this trickled back to you? No, it honestly hadn't, Adam. Nope, not a, not a peep. But I have observed it on my own. I mean, if you walk through the bowels of Gillette Stadium, it looks like a 23-year-old facility. You know, doors are chipped and messed and everything else. It's, it's an old joint. It's getting old. And I would never accuse the crafts of not trying to accommodate their players 
in a very public way. You know, they're one of the first teams, I think, to have a private plane. I think that they extend themselves pretty well. But if the players say it ain't up to snuff, then you have to look at it and not just sit there and say, what a bunch of ingrates. You have to interrogate what do we do and what can we do better. So that'll be interesting to watch because it is a huge factor for players. And it was interesting to hear. It actually puts in a different light, doesn't it? The Taj Mahal comments yeah. from yes. Bel- <laughs> Belichick with that. And I, I didn't think it was a, I didn't think he was trying to give the crafts a business on it. I just thought he was making an observation, but maybe in hindsight, maybe he kind of was. Well, it matters to coaches too, a little bit, right? Just being in your surroundings. Yeah, it's how you, it's how you drag people in. It's how you accommodate players. I mean, Belichick is huge on the training mega. So in the facilities, Hey, he gets and in that weight room. We've seen him walk he out does. of there before with the gloves you on. You don't get texts like uh, that Ju- just by sitting around. Julian Edelman says he doesn't even go in there with gloves on. He's just he's in the buff in the in the in the hot tub. Is what yeah. Julian Edelman said about him. Yeah, uh, yeah. Tom, Tom, really quick, uh, since you brought up free agency, your good friend Mike Reese, he had a valuation for um, Jacoby Myers that was somewhere between sixteen and twenty million a year, based on what other free agent wide receivers have gotten recently with a similar level of production. Is that a number that you could see the Patriots going for, or does it look like we're going to be saying bye-bye? I don't think anybody in the league is going to go to that level for him. I really don't. I think that he is going to be looked at the same way perhaps Devin McCourty or Willie McGinnis or any other number of David Andrews, um, any other number of Patriots free agents have been looked at around the league. Great. He executes there. He's wonderful there. He doesn't fit the suit for us. As such, the Patriots are going to say to him, find what's out there, then come on back and let us know, and we'll see what we can do. But they're not going to bid first, I would imagine. So to me, Jacoby Myers, look, Nelson Aguilar got 11 a year for two years. He's got to come in over that. has to. Because you know he's going to catch 70 balls for 800 yards and two touchdowns, and that's worth something. But I can't imagine there's going to be teams lining up to sign a guy who is – a very productive but still limited run-after-catch red zone player. He's just, he is. He's good. But he's just not a 16-20 to 20 game changer. No, he certainly hasn't been that. Look, if he's not going to get that number, great. Maybe he's back. But if he's looking at that kind of market, I, uh, I think he's a, a goner for sure. He's Tommy Curran, NBC Sports Boston. Check out his work there. He joins us as all our guests on the Harbor One Hotline. Tom, thanks so much. We'll talk to you next week. All right, guys. Thank you. Bye. All right, Tom E. Curran uh, joining us here. Today's conversation was brought to you by Wise Snacks. Go to wisegameday.com for your chance to win one of 100 authentic pro football jerseys. Uh, Interesting stuff from Tom. Says that Bill absolutely should be there. He should be there. He should be. I mean, he should be. I agree with Tom on that. Uh, as we've been talking about the last couple of days, he gave his own uh, personal view on the uh, the inner bowels of the stadium down there. I know you don't like that terminology. Well, the text line wants to know if I've taken my shoes off in the Patriots locker room on that old rug. <laughs> I be- haven't. Peeled. I am a professional. It's only in the press box where everyone else is a disgusting human too. I was just wondering. I'm not going to do that to the players. I was wondering if the peeled yeah, paint doing all right. Peeled paint had anything to do with your uh, your shoes coming off. But no, I've not been down there for a while. It didn't look so bad ten years ago. But I haven't been down there for like ten. I mean, years. look the. Lock- Locker room doesn't look gross. I was I haven't been in there since two seasons ago now. But it it's not like the locker room is gross. It's just 
you only update like one at a time. You know, it's kind of like redoing a kitchen. Yeah, it's just. you're like, well, we're doing the counters right now. Maybe we'll get to, we're just going to paint for a little bit and, to try to spackle over, to use a word of yours, before and, we can afford a little bit more. And it doesn't matter what we think. It's what the players think. The players feel this way about it, which I do think is significant as the Patriots just keep taking body blows. You know, Mac, sorry, Tom, I'm not sure he's a hit. And uh, it's a big year for him. Bill Belichick, we're questioning if he can still do it. Now we're questioning Robert Kraft and if he's fully invested. Like, that's a tough offseason. A real tough offseason. Real tough last 12 months for the Patriots. 617-779-7937. We'll continue with all your feedback. And we got our triple play next. Jones and Mego return after this on WEEI. It's going to be a triple play. It's time for the triple play. Yes! Triple play! The top three burning questions of the day. And there's three. With Jones and Mego. Triples is best. Triples is best. Triples is best indeed. It's time for the triple play, and it's Thursday, so that means it's a report card Thursday. Get your red markers out, and Uh-oh. let's go ahead and start grading some things here today. We'll start with our first grade. Number one. Let's assign a grade to Don Sweeney's 2023 trade deadline. Jones, what do you got? Oh. A? I mean, it's not an A+. plus. But it's an A. There are moves I would have preferred that he made, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rip it apart too like much. Like trading Allmark. Well, yeah, no, that's true. If, I, if he would have traded Allmark, it would have been a home run A plus. That's a good point. A plus plus. If he would have traded a goalie, no, but like I would have preferred Kane. If you could have got Kane, who went for nothing, I would have preferred Chikrin over Orloff, and Chikrin just went for you know picks at the end of the day. But I like all the moves he made. I'm not gonna critique it too much. He got as I've been saying all day. He got a top four D. Arguably a top six forward. You know, I, I still want Zaka on that line with Krejci and Pasternak, but I think Bertuzzi could fill in in your top six if he had to. He's a great option in your bottom six, even with some injuries to Hall and Felino. And you got a depth forward in Hathaway. So that's more than I expected him to do at the deadline. I thought it would be an either or, a forward or a top four D, and I would have been, you know, okay with that. Like B range, C range, okay with that. Getting all the pieces he's got, it's an A for Sweeney. And for bonus points, he extends Pasternak. I, I really don't have many complaints. Yeah, I throw Pasternak's extension in there because I just consider all of it roster moves. So I'm giving him an A as well. Orlov obviously has made an immediate impact. Wait to see what Bertuzzi is and it, how healthy he is, uh, how the hands are. But I don't think that there's much. For what they gave up and just losing Craig Smith from the locker room, I don't think there's much that you can really complain about. All right, let's go to grade number two. Number two. If you read Ben Volan today, and I know you did, uh, he doesn't think that the Patriots have treated Matt Patricia particularly well. In fact, he penned the whole uh, defense of him today. So how about we grade the Patriots' treatment of a one Matty P, uh, Mego? Okay, I'm giving it a C because even though Volan is writing that basically he didn't ever want this coordinator job. Do you believe that? he never... He took it. Right. Like, I never asked. Maybe you didn't. Maybe you didn't want it, right. but you took it. Like you had to be an agent of your own life. Okay. Like you can't just do something to please others around you. So, yeah, he was put in a bad situation from Bill. I said most of the season and since that it's much more on Bill because this is he hired a guy who was not qualified for the position. But at the same time, he was in the job. Like it's his life. And now if it's like, well, there's nowhere for me to go. I don't get to go be a defensive coordinator somewhere else. (laughs) Well, he's going to end up with a job with the Patriots if he wants it. Like there's going to be some front office, 
you know, do something for the team job, hand out, you know, the you're fired papers in the weight room or whatever it is. Yeah, something menial so where I'm he's paid. Like, yeah. Okay. And I, yeah, I agree that he was in a bad position, but like, oh, I'm sorry. You got a job. You got a job as an offensive coordinator in the NFL. You know how many people want that job? Oh, how awful that the Patriots gave you a job. Like, please. Yeah, I uh, I give it an F because he's still here. <laughs> Like, he's still here. So I don't know if that's in the spirit of the question you're asking, Arkan. How have they treated him? F. They've treated him way too well. They've treated him much too nice. He shouldn't be back. And Bill did put him in a tough spot. And I understand that argument from Ben Volan. But I don't buy for a second that Patricia was like, gee, oh, geez, I don't know if I should take this job. I don't, I don't know if I can handle it. Like, I don't buy that. I think that is damage control. I think that's how Arkan put it in Slack. And I, I agree 100%. It is damage control. It's convenient to say that after the fact when you completely and totally sucked at the job. F for the Patriots. He's still here. He should not be here. F. I think in the spirit of the question, you'd actually be giving him an A, but so that's I'm, neither here nor there. I'm treating them much too, or the well, Patriots treating him much too nice. It's like an A, so it's like they treated him too well. So that's an A. Like well, I'm not a fan him. of how they treated His him. treatment F. was an A. <laughs> F. Uh, but you don't like it. Okay, let's get to I've been, grade. Don't make me be more positive than I've already been today, Arkan. I've been, I've been too positive. Let me, let, me, let me do what I want to do here and give him an F, please. Sounds fine. All right, here's grade number three. Number three. Uh, we got to turn this one on ourselves here. Let's give a grade to WEEI and WEEI.com's rec- reporting on Bill Belichick's presence and or absence at the Combine. Uh, whoa, <laughs> we okay. just heard Ryan. I'm sorry, as a station. As a station, as a media as a outlet. Website. Let's grade our reporting not on just, Belichick and w- whether he was there or not. Not just two to six, which really, that's just Mego. Mego, Mego gets an A+, because Mego nailed it. True. Thank you. So Mego gets an A+. Overall... Yeah, D. I don't know. It wasn't. It, we were kind of all over the map. Everybody was saying different things. So, uh, as a website, as a station, uh, D. I think Mego at least uh, got the ball rolling on this. So we should pass, but not by much. I give it a D minus because <laughs> Kyrie Thompson is like all over Twitter, being like, "I don't know what I think." Why don't you tell me if Bill Belichick is here or not? And then Chris Curtis, to his credit, reaches out to a Patriots source to be like, hey, to the is Bill here or not? Well, and on. he Do gets ha- the info, but then this is what happens. But he wants to win. Bill Belichick doesn't want to end his career a schlub. So why wouldn't he be there helping the team get better? And I just heard back from Stacey James. I have been told he is not there, but he will be. Expe- he is expected to attend. Nope. Okay. All right. Well, so- there you go. Okay, but like he again, I I I want him there. He should okay, be there, but no, he's but, but then he's not. Chris Curtis had to rush into the midday show and sit down and say, "I read oh, my he, text message wrong." Did right. he do it on the air? Yes. Oh, oh yeah. I miss I missed said, this. I, read I saw his the tweet. Text message wrong, and he tweeted it out for good measure. But it was a mess. It was a cluster f, guys. Okay. All right. Well, so, there you go. Get your story straight. Okay. Get it straight. Uh. It wasn't great. Uh, D D minus. I think that's. Uh, I think that's, I think we should pass. I think Mego drags up the grade, and I contributed nothing to this. By the way, it's not like I had any insight on it. I just know he should be there. Like I agree with Tom when we talked to him last hour, uh, last segment rather earlier this hour. He should be there. That's my only strong feeling on it. I have. I have Can no we idea. Get to later in the show. I know we're going to go back to hockey, but when we get back to football, we. I think we should spell out some of the defenses. That people are having for Bill Belichick not being there because I think they're baloney. 
No, they are baloney. But yes, we can definitely. He's do that. there. He's I'm not there. You, He's there, Hank. but you'll never see him. We can. Uh, <laughs> we can definitely do that. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. That's our triple play each and every day at this time. Eventually, eventually, we got the story right on Bill Belichick not being there. Uh, Mega's right though. We're going to circle back to the Bruins and okay. Uh, All right, well, so, there you go. Well, give you a look at the bees and uh i i think we have some updates not just on what they're doing but how i'm feeling about them all that coming up t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20 percent versus at&t and verizon when they switch visit your local t-mobile store today Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.